Okay, August 2012, Afghanistan. Suicide bomber, levels of two-story building. And the pararescue team that I'm on is sent in to help clean up the chaos and, and treat and transport the 40 local national people that were critically injured. So pararescue, we're stationed right here on J-Bear. It's rescue anytime, anyplace, anywhere, predominantly off of helicopters and parachuting out of airplanes. All a bunch of local guys. And over this past Memorial Day weekend, the guys flew about a combined 60 hours on Alaska Air National Guard aircraft and on a combined rescue to pick up some mountaineers and also save the lives of two folks that barely sur survived an airplane crash that surely would have perished if we wouldn't have got there. So we're back on the ground in Afghanistan. Bear was there. And we're transporting these patients. We're, we're putting them on to a Marine Corps MV-22 Osprey. Flies like a helicopter in a normal airplane. And a teammate of mine and I were in the back of the the Osprey were picking up some equipment and there was loud bang, bright flash of light. I fell down, immense pain. I looked down at my knee and it's just shooting arterial blood out. Psh, psh, psh. My buddies put two tourniquets on me to stop the bleeding and we're trying to figure out what's going on. And I could smell gunpowder and I know the smell very well. And I looked down at my rifle and my selector switch is on fire. And I'm coming to the realization that I put a bullet from my own rifle into my own kneecap. A lot of shame set in, an extreme amount of embarrassment. And another one of our teammates comes walking up to us, very Chris Farley-esque like individual, big, athletic, funny. And he goes, Madama, what the hell's going on? I say, John, I fucking shot myself. And without missing a beat, he says, don't worry, we'll never tell anyone. <laughs> so from that moment, from there, my buddy saved my life that night. Our helicopter crew, Pedro, shout out to Pedro. Those guys saved my life. And the nurses and doctors in Bastion saved my life. I woke up after a six-hour surgery, 11 units of blood, and they said, Jeremy, you're going to lose your leg. I said, that's fine. I'm, I'm returning to duty. That's what I said in my head. And I got to call my wife, Nicole, and I gave her a little bit of the story. And you know, I pretty much told her, I said, hey, the next ski season's not looking too promising. So from there, they my family's transplanted. My wife and three kids and I were transplanted to San Antonio, Texas, where I go through about two and a half years of limb salvage. And you can picture my leg. It looked kind of like an erector set of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I wore this, this external fixator for 22 months. It's kind of like a torture device. It, like all my toes were pinned and rings of scaffolding and pins and nails going in and out of all my bones on that leg, scarred and swollen. Two and a half years. Little ones going through kindergarten, first grade, and my youngest son took his first steps in the hospital family room. Uh, we lost three grandparents, 15 surgeries, two bone infections, and nobody will tell you to cut your leg off. My dad did after about a year. He said, get on with it. And amputees would, too. Amputees actually have a pretty good sense of humor. And, and I'd ask my wife, Nicole, I'd say, Nick, what do you think I should do? And she said to me, she said, if it ever gets hard as an amputee, I don't ever want to hear you say, what if I would have kept my leg?
So I, I ran the whole course. I did everything I could do to keep it, and then I opted for elective amputation in January of 2015. And the night before the surgery, my stepmom sent me a really good quote from Pema Chodron. And the quote is, nothing goes away until it teaches you what you need to know. And that leg taught me everything that I needed to know. And it was time for it to go. And after the, after the amputation, I hit the ground running, literally. Within a few months, I was running again, carbon fiber blade, coming back to life. And the Air Force wanted to medically retire me, and I formally appealed that. And, you know, with the support, with the, a ton of support from the Coles family and my family throughout the whole thing, and the support of the Alaska Air National Guard, the career field, our squadron leadership, my teammates, I was able to fully return to duty. And I got to deploy to Afghanistan again. I'm doing rescue missions here in Alaska again. And all that's pretty cool, but what I think is even cooler is how much that I really learned about myself. Mentally and spiritually. And we don't always get to pick our adversity, but we can't pick our attitude. And sometimes we need to be humbled. And I definitely was humbled. And it took me a few years to realize it, but it was actually a blessing from God. And that's the way that I took it because it's made me a better person. It's made me a better husband. It's made me a better father, hopefully a better teammate. And I truly believe that I'm capable of accomplishing anything except for house projects. <laughs> Thank you for your time.